Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Game by Show. It's March. It's March. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to come in and say something. That's what I. That's you, what you I totally heard. Did. It's March. It's March the eighth. March the eighth, guys. Twenty twenty. My name is Legrand Jolly. Joined tonight by Jeremy Lamont. Hello, Jeremy. Uh, hey, isn't this week Mario Day? Isn't it like Mar ten something like that spells Mario? Is that a thing? I mean, they make it a thing. There's a sale. You know what? There's a sale on the eShop, so uh, therefore it's a thing. And there's a sale at Target, I guess, on Mario or Nintendo stuff. They're so hip. They're so hip about that stuff. Mar. Oh, so March 10th is Mario Day, really? Yeah. Yeah. Happy Mario Day, Legrand. That's that's pretty. It's dumb. a me, Mario Day. Does Luigi have a day? Because if he doesn't, uh, he does not. Oh, lame. Yeah. Every other day is Luigi Day. Super lame. So what's going on, man? It's uh, it's March. Yeah, and it's nice outside. I know that we try. I, I've specifically said like, let's not it's talk about the today. weather. What are you talking no, about? No, dude, it, it rained this today. morning, and it was nice the rest of the day. It was really no. nice. I got a, I got a story for you. I didn't go outside. Yeah, I did. I guess either. I did. I went to Costco. I mean, I went outdoors, um, but I didn't like go outside. <laughs> yeah, I went to Costco today. There you go. That was my outside for the day. Well, that's pretty all right. That's a good story. Yeah, and I I didn't fight over any water. Uh, I did not get any toilet paper. Really? Because you, you know what I'm doing? I'm making a mummy outfit <laughs> out of all the toilet paper I've been hoarding. <laughs> the extra toilet paper? Yeah, all sell of it. On, gonna, you should sell it on the black market. Use toilet paper. Perfect. I'm gonna say, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna divide it into single ply. I'm gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make it last. You know, you could do that. That'd be okay. I've got so much pooping to do. Listen, I, I've got a bidet. I don't need to worry about toilet paper hoarding. No problem. Nice. Yeah. So everybody, uh, it's uh, just Jeremy and I tonight. If you haven't noticed, um, there's no snarky. Um, the the heavy banter is moving the much other. more smoothly. <laughs> yeah, there's no snarky. Uh, this coming from the other direction. <laughs> but one of our other co-hosts, who are great people. Oh, yeah, it's um, true. None of but that you know, happening. Quite honestly, they slow us down, though, right? You know, you're not wrong. You're not right, but you're not wrong. I can accept that. But, that's but that's how I live wrong. my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, well, today, guys, guess what? It's um, it's it's the new Game Byte show. I've got news for you. The Grant's got the that's news. That's me. That's right, news. Jeremy. Jeremy popped on like, oh, I better get some news ready, and I saw he popped into my Google Doc. And I'm like, here, started I'm gonna ad, throw started some adding in. stuff. Right. And I'm like, yo, I'm like, bro, bro, I got this already. Don't worry about it, man. I got this. So I got some news for you. I'm gonna start okay. this off with uh, something that's actually affecting me personally a little bit is the events that are canceling all over. And you know, there's a, a video gaming events that are canceling, and uh, comic cons that are canceling. I happen to be in the events business where. My um, my business relies on events to happen <laughs> so that we get paid. 2020 is the year the coronavirus killed LeGrand one way or the other. That's right. Uh, Mojang has postponed their Minecraft festival. They finally brought back a live event for this year. And I was set to be the ticketing provider. I was going to be providing some of the... Or our, our company was going to be providing you know, the mobile app and a bunch of different stuff for the Minecraft event, and they canceled it. Um, my, Microsoft it's themselves are the ones that came out and canceled it. Um, so that's happening. Um, does not make me very happy. I was looking forward to it. Uh, for you know what's funny? Is, uh, if you, you know how you can tell if the coronavirus has made its way into the Minecraft con? 30,000 people start going, ooh, 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 <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Not bad. Not bad. That's my one that joke okay. tonight. Good night, everybody. All right. <laughs> you know, if, if, if the show keeps going this way, 
It's going to be a good show. I'll tell you what, Jeremy. You, you, keep, you keep it rolling. I'm going to do one per news item. You just wait. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, also, in parentheses, Jeremy added in here, South by South- Southwest is canceled. This yeah, week. which is a big deal. Uh, you know, and actually, I was seeing somebody posting about the like the economic benefit that these shows bring into their respective communities. And it's a, you know, I mean, it's an actual financial hit for tourism and for, oh, yeah. uh, you know, trade and those kinds of things. Um, and, and the, and these are the, you know, these are just the two that were like at the top of the list. There's a, there's a number of just all sorts of, of gatherings that are, um, kind of, kind of just deciding to, to be, you know, to use discretion, I guess, about whether they're going to gather a whole bunch of dirty humans together in one convention center. I, I think what they're doing is they're just playing it safe because if something did happen and it happened to happen at their event, then it's just bad news all around. Right. 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 Well, I mean, just think, uh, so think about, well think about when there's not some sort of pandemic going on and people come back from these things just like ill. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, we can't, hey. we can't, we can't get people to use deodorant as it is at these things. I mean, what, do you, <laughs> what are the odds that people are going to actually exercise cleanliness there? Wash their hands? Yeah, the number um, approach is zero. The, the last, last year I came back from a Comic-Con in Toronto and I came back with the flu. So how do you like them apples? Yeah. Nope, I don't like them apples. Nope, neither do I. But them apples would keep a doctor away, I guess, if you took one. That's right. But speaking of events that are still happening, E3, guys, ESA is like, yo, guys, listen, <laughs> it's despite still no one wanting to come and everybody backing out, we're still going to make an event. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Although I bet by this time next week, I bet we'll have word that that thing gets canceled, too. It's it's sort of on life support right now. So do you, do you think if E3 cancels, you think they just cancel for good? You think they're done? Uh, no, I think it's too much of a... I think they'll try and bring it back. And I mean, think about this. You know, people have been t- presiding over the death of E3 for like a decade now. Um, yeah. I, well, yeah. the Vita eventually died, too. Yeah, right, eventually. But yeah. uh, I, I would say that they will probably... You know, assuming that that it's still not circulating as far as you know pathogens go, uh, I, I think they will try and do something again with it. I mean, it's the it's the Entertainment Software Association, so they got to be doing something. Otherwise, I don't know what they actually do. Right? They provide lawyers, I guess. Yeah, they do. They do a thing. Uh, however, in sad news, the creative directors or some of the consultants that were working with the show to help provide the show floor content. Uh, specifically, the guys from I Am Eight Bit. Yeah, uh, they have backed out, and they're yeah. not going to be participating. They've resigned. They've um, just come out publicly and said that they're not going to be involved with the show anymore. And it wasn't that um, long ago that the ESA was sort of like, "Hey, we just brought these cool tastemakers, I Am Eight Bit. They're coming on board to." They said, frankly, to quote unquote shake things up. Um, but I guess you know who who shakes the the shakers. I guess now we all been shook. That's right. Yeah. So they're out. Also, Jeff Keighley, um, notably, who apparently has never missed an E3, has come out and said that he's not going to be at E3 this year. Yeah. Um, and he's kind of vague reasons. about it, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, almost <laughs> literally reasons. He cites factors, you know, various factors. So he probably has some inside track, doesn't like the way the show is shaping up. Well, they they the ain't paying him enough. I, I don't know. I mean, I it's it, you know, it's hard to say. Maybe Jeff is going to start his own E3. I, I don't know. He probably could. Maybe, point. maybe he could. I mean, I, I mean, think about all those exclusives, world exclusives. He could do it just based on that. Uh, he he could do it. He would he would be able to market it, and he would be able to kick off an event somehow. I'm sure. He Isn't could. that fascinating? Like it's just like almost by his own sheer force of will, he's got the game awards going. He you know somehow somehow he's you know he's got some pull. He could do it. Well, he's been doing it for a while. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. 
Um, switching gears here, uh, the Nintendo PlayStation, that old rare console back when Sony and Nintendo were friends that was being developed way back when in the day. Uh, we reported a while back that it was up uh, available for auction. Uh, well, it sold, and it sold to the tune of $360,000. Which uh, seems which all right crazy. until you remember that they had a private offer, like presuming it was legitimate for $1.2 million. And uh, this auction went up with a single bid for $300,000. And, uh, you know, you got to kind of wonder, like, is it the same guy who was going to offer the big money? Because here's the funny thing. If you take a private offer, I actually saw Chris Kohler tweet this, and I was like, that is a really good point. If somebody makes you a private offer, you only need one offer of $1.2 million. If you want to put it on auction, you need two people who are willing to pay $1.2 million. You know, right. two, 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 two people are willing to pay 1.1 million, I guess it would be. Yeah. Um, and, two interested uh, parties, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So uh, it, it is kind of fascinating. It'll be interesting to see. I know, I know we've kind of talked about this a little bit, whether they're going to preserve it as a museum piece, whether it's going to be. I, I know for a while there it was just being taken privately to conventions and people were just being allowed to, like, grub their hands on it and stuff. Um and it doesn't really do much. I think they were able to get something working on it, but I think it plays Somebody audio CDs. Right? Yeah, some, something like that. But uh, it's not really like a... It's more of a curiosity, I think. I mean, and you know, it's kind of funny because a couple, three years ago, we didn't even know for sure that it existed. It was like this rumored thing. Uh, kind of an interesting little story. I wonder where it'll finally end up. Yeah, who knows? Uh, probably at a museum. It does probably. belong in a museum, says Indiana Jones. So do you. <laughs> Good one. Uh, Amnesia Rebirth. This is the sequel to Amnesia. There's a game that's been announced. Amnesia Rebirth. Do you remember that? Did you ever play that game? Amnesia. I played it a little bit. The machine, machine for Pigs or whatever. Is that the same thing? That was the second one. The, the second it was one. not a direct sequel to the first Amnesia. Yeah, I think this... this... Amnesia Dark Descent was the name of the first oh, one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, this this series sort of lost me a little bit. Like, I think it's like one of the scariest walking simulators, I guess. Is that basically what it amounts to? Uh, Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah, I, I would imagine. I, I can't. I don't. I wouldn't know if it's still as terrifying as it was. I mean, the fidelity is obviously down a little yeah. bit compared yeah. to today's standards. So I wonder if it still holds up as super scary. Probably, it was very intense. I think um, it can, dude. I used to get like some. I I remember to this day. I mean, I'm gonna be 40 years old this year, and I remember being you know five or six and getting chills playing an Apple II when the disk drive would read and it would be like, Oh, you know, I mean, I think scary, <laughs> scariness is a lot about the mood, I think. Uh, but you know, I never really did yeah. play much amnesia and maybe, maybe this is the year to get into it. Maybe 2020 is the time. I, I think you should, I think you should at least try it out. It's coming out, um, later this fall. Also the last of us, if we, if you remember the last of us was, I think it was rumored or maybe it was confirmed that it was going to be made into a full length movie. However, they've now scrapped those plans, and it will now be adapted into an HBO series, um, which sounds pretty good. You know, I, I think that that's I think that's the kind of the better way to go for some of these uh, properties that rely on a lot of character development. Um, yeah, you know what I would actually like, like to see. Last of Us. I, I I feel like maybe the better idea because I believe they are going to be following the you know the same characters and that sort of thing, and that's fine. I mean, I'm sure it'll be fine. But I think it's cool if they would like explore a little more of the world. You know, do something different, like something in the same world or maybe adjacent or you know Joel's long lost step cousin or something. Um, They're not going to do that because I, I they know. need they they have a nice story already written, not. 
I mean, and, and it's going to HBO, which means their goal is to gain mass market appeal across the board. So yeah. they have a decent story already written. You know, a lot of yeah. people played Last of Us, but a lot of people haven't. Well, know, I was just thinking something like, uh, like, like The Walking Dead, I think, was able to do it. Uh, where they would, you know, kind of branch off or they would say, all right, here's the setting and we have some interesting, you know, because all you really need is some interesting characters in an end of the world scenario and you can make it work. Uh, And there's enough unique stuff about The Last of Us in general, I think, that... um you know, that they could do that. But I, I don't think they are doing that. They have specifically said that they're going to uh, maintain some character traits. Uh, Evan Wells, uh, who's the president of Naughty Dog, is uh, is going to be working on it. Neil Druckmann, who was the director and writer of, of both of those, is going to be involved. So at least the people who know what they're Uncharted doing. He also did Uncharted games. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, Uncharted 4, I think. he took, took Uncharted over after. 1, 2, and he stopped doing 3 to do Last of Us, and then he was back for 4. So oh, he, oh, 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 oh. I was thinking as the writing involved. credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is good. Uh, well, he was involved in the writing and the creative direction for those games. Yeah. Um, yeah, crazy. Crazy. That's awesome. It's well, you know what? I'll, I'll, look, I'll look forward to it. Uh, think, my, uh, my Rotten Tomatoes score on that is uh, 99% fresh. It's going to be good. Really? It's going to be good. It, of course it'll be good. Do we have that? We Did we ever put something down? Nah, I, don't, nah, I don't know. No, we did an Uncharted movie. <laughs> yeah, good luck that. I mean, it, it is going to be. It'll, it'll probably be fine. They're probably cycling probably. through their ninth director by about now. That's right. Um, more news here. Uh, Google, the guys that you know, there's that platform, Google Stadia. Those Never heard those of guys, it. Google, those guys. Hmm. Um, they have created a game development studio, presumably to bring some sort of exclusive, or sorry, games. Period. They're trying to bring <laughs> at least some something. Trying to bring to game. Google Stadia. Yeah, and uh, so they started their own studio. It's called, I don't know what it's called, Google Game Development Studio. It's probably some dumb name like Google. I don't know, Wave or something like that. Google Play, but the studio, <laughs> not the... I, I feel like yeah. this is about three years too late. And it actually makes me wonder if they hadn't already had this in place, maybe, but they're only just now talking about... If they did, they about, probably should have. Yeah, right? I mean, you, you usually will want to have games in place sometime near the launch. I mean, that's 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 a solved problem as far as, you know, when, when should we have games for our platform? Um but I, I know that in this case, they do. Uh, they are very proud of some of the talent that they've brought on for this, right? Yeah, that's right. They did uh, bring on a story developer from Sony, actually. Shannon Studsill. Studstill? Studstill? <laughs> yeah, Studstill. Uh, this, this whole thing just came to a Studstill. Uh, <laughs> she think... worked for Sony Santa Monica, so the studio that was behind God of War. She actually has credits as the executive producer of the God of War, the recent... Um, the most recent God of War. Not yeah. we're not talking about the old stuff, but uh, anyway. So she's coming on board to head up the studio, uh, presumably as the studio lead, executive producer, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so there you go. I That's don't pretty know. good. Google finally finally doing what they probably should have put in place two years ago when they were started thinking about. Yeah, Stadia, it's kind of weird too because they've got people like Phil Harrison involved and Jade Raymond is um, is head of Stadia Games and Entertainment, and she. Kind of should know better too. Like she actually worked at Ubisoft for a long time and probably should know. I don't know. It's it just kind of makes me think that maybe this has been going on for a while and they're only just now talking about it. I mean that's got to be it, right? Am I giving them too it much credit? It has to be right. Like <laughs> it would be silly, but you know Google's done plenty of dumb things. They just have more money and yeah. than God just because of their ads and their search engine, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, whatever. Got money. Um, uh, there's a there's an article here or a news item on here that just simply says holy. Sh- Half-Life Alex is actually coming out. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> this, was, this was an actual headline from somewhere. I think it was from the Game Byte show. Um, Never heard of him. Uh, there was a, 
uh, some gameplay footage that came out this week that, oh my gosh, looks so freaking awesome. I'm so excited for Half-Life Alex, Guys, it's actually coming out later this month. They would not have released, you know, 10 minutes of gameplay footage as a marketing effort if, if it were the fake. game wasn't actually, <laughs> yeah. you know, going to be, like, delayed. Like, a lot of people were saying, there's no way it's coming out. It's going to be delayed. It's going to be delayed. Uh, no, they wouldn't have done this. So here's the thing, like buy, I'm your, not even... buy your VRs and play some Half-Life Alex. Yeah, that's the it. thing. Like I haven't even really been looking at it because I know it's not coming to any platform that I can access it on. So it'll be fine. It'll be fine for me to watch other people talk about playing it. Well, I will be talking about it in about, let's see, what is the 23rd it comes out? 22nd? Three weeks, two weeks. Yeah, it's like that. time, two weeks. You, uh, should, you know what you should do? You should stream that on the Game Bytes channel so everybody can watch you. Um, okay, I'll see yeah, what I can do. You should do it. You know? Might as well. Um, in our news of the weird things, there's a couple weird things here. Uh, somebody beat Zelda Breath of the Wild without walking. I hate you know, hearing like, about stuff like this. People <laughs> like to create their dumb challenges. Like, I beat you know Dark Souls with the Guitar Hero controller. Like, weird stuff like that that happens all the time, right? People are just doing these dumb things for dumb reasons because they have more time than anyone apparently that to do things like this like i haven't beat zelda breath of the wild with walking and this person did it by backflipping around or whatever oh no however you decide to do it i, I don't that's i don't know i don't i don't, know. I don't it's, it's 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 kind of akin to like yeah i did it you know watching myself in a mirror you know looking at everything backwards or something like it's okay you know it's kind of a novelty but uh i think my favorite one of these that i ever heard was somebody finishing a race in gran turismo without ever hitting the accelerator what <laughs> and i kind of wondered how how you do that but i don't know. i think they just maybe got crashed all the way through i I don't know i don't know it's more patience i think they have more patience to actually do it than i even have to hear about it yeah you know you're you're not wrong that's why I, you, you already talked about it way longer than i was planning yeah. on it, jeremy so thanks for that <laughs> Uh, I just want to highlight a Twitter account as well. VG Waterfalls at VG Waterfalls is a Twitter account where they basically just report on and post videos of secrets that are behind waterfalls in video games. Oh it's pretty, yeah, it's a pretty entertaining thing to kind of roll through. So check out at VG Waterfalls for some entertaining video game. Secrets waterfall are always behind business. waterfalls. Secrets every are single time you can count on it. You, you can know what? Count on you it. know what we should do? We should start like a geocaching thing where we only put secrets in waterfalls, and then people can just or go behind them. There. Yeah, right. Behind them. I, I mean, you can't always many, get behind them, but I, I've been to a lot of waterfalls, you know, in my in my day, and I don't think I've ever found like a secret cave behind, behind one. Waterfall. I know it's always in the movies. There's always a cave behind the waterfall, yeah. and it's not like it would be hidden back there either. Like you could see it, right? I don't know. Yeah. You have to go it's, and push up on the waterfall. And then, it's one of those weird rules of video games. Uh, well, hey, we got some new releases here. I'm going to go through these real quick, courtesy of tech-gaming.com, where Robert Desert Eagle Allen always makes sure to keep us specifically apprised of the new releases. Uh, a few on here that have been curated from the list. Um, Half-Life Black Mesa finally coming out on PC. Now, I think this has been in some sort of early access or something. I think it was on Steam, on Steam Greenlight. Back is that what day. it is? And now it's, now it's and finally it was eventually, out? Yeah, now it's hit 1.0 officially. It's been a long time since I played Half-Life. Maybe it's time to go back to it. You know, it probably wouldn't be a bad idea since Half-Life Alex is coming out. Get brushed up on all that. Yeah, you you want to you want you don't want to be left behind. You need to know all of those story be all the dialogue that Gordon Freeman spoke in the first game. You need to know it. Got to find right. it out. Pretty good. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I know Legrand and I are both real excited about this one uh, coming out this week on Xbox and PC as part of the Xbox Game Pass because Microsoft is crazy like a fox. Um, and Ori in the Blind Forest was amazing. Just an awesome game. And Will of the Wisps looks amazing. So look forward to us talking about that 
Probably not this week, but probably next week on the Game Byte show. Uh, the Division 2 Warlords of New York expansion is coming out. I believe this is the one that they were really expecting to, um, you know, kind of revitalize the Division. Um, and I've heard it's good. Like, I've heard the things that they're doing with it are actually worthwhile, useful, entertaining. Um, the, the real challenge is whether you can get Legrand to uh, to buy into that. What are the odds, Legrand? The, an- gonna... the answer is no. No. All right, uh, we got to know from Legrand. Bring it down to $3 and we'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I'd be curious to see, you know, kind of how it reviews. I, I will be interested to see if other people, I mean, that you know, Destiny 2 did it, so why not the Division 2 too? Uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX coming out on Switch. I believe this is a remake of the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon that was on the, what was it, 3D? No, original DS. Yes. I think so. Like the yeah. roguelike dungeon-y sort of game. Um, yeah. So. It was like a free game, right? Uh, I don't... Is well, the there one? was also... Well, there was Pokemon Bump Into People. I can't remember what that one was called, but I think this was a... <laughs> you, no, you know, it was like, it was like a... You, ah. you know, the the perennial favorite, Pokemon Bump Into People. Uh, yeah, but what was its counterpart? If you had to make a counterpart to Bump Into People, what would it be? Uh, Pokemon... They always release them in pairs. Okay. So what's it going to be? Uh, Pokemon Walk Uncomfortably Close Behind Somebody is the... <laughs> Those are the two. <laughs> so you pick one or the other. Those are your two flavors. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, we Which have one do here. You pick? Which one do you pick? Uh, I I kind of like the idea of walking inside someone's instep right behind them. Like if you can walk so close that you're actually walking inside. I would choose that one. I choose that one. Yeah. And what's what's the uh, what's the exclusive Pokemon on that oh, one? Oh, dude, I don't know. Uh, Incemasaur. I don't know. I don't know. Man, don't put me on the spot for that. But anyway. I put you on the spot. You know, it was delightful. I delivered. I delivered. Um, We also have here RadSwitchGameTitles.com, everybody's favorite Game Byte show affiliate website. Uh, Go check it out, RadSwitchGameTitles.com. I don't know if anybody has ever... If you're listening to this right now, type it in your browser, whatever, your phone, whatever. Go there right now, RadSwitchGameTitles.com. Reserve that, and I promise you that URL will be worth some money someday. Dude. Yeah. Uh, because games like Amoeba Battle, Microscopic RTS Action, is coming to RadSwitchGameTitles.com. Uh, yep. We have Syrup and the Ultimate Suite, <laughs> which I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. And then we've got one that basically speaks for itself and for this segment. Dude, stop. Rad, there we go. <laughs> RadSwitchGameTitles.com. I'm going to play that game. I got to play that stop. game. You can talk to the hand. Stop. Wait, what do you think that game is? Let's... let's uh... You know what? I dude, think it's basically stop. as long as you t- keep your finger on the button you're playing, and once you let go, dude, stop. You stopped, and you win. I Same think play. it's like somebody poking his little sister. Poke, poke, poke. That would be pretty funny if it was a game about like tormenting your buddy or your little brother or something. Like, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Like a whole series of mini games about being just a real, a real dork. I guess it's on Steam as well. I'm sorry. Oh, all right. Well, and it came out in June of 2018. It's still coming to Steam. <laughs> yeah, the Switch, yeah, though. All it's still of a Rad the Switch hot game ports. Title. All of the hot ports coming out on the Nintendo It's got Switch. a $5 Switch tax. Oh, gosh. Dude, stop. Perfect. All right. Well, if the $5 Switch tax has you down here, we have some freebies and some updates and stuff. Uh, the new Mortal Kombat game, I guess Mortal Kombat 12? What, what, what are we up to now? I don't, I don't know, know what it is. I don't know. I don't anyway, know. Spawn is now coming to that. So if you didn't get enough of him in the, uh, what was it, the Microsoft version of Soul Calibur 2? Is that what it was? <laughs> uh, you can play Spawn in Mortal Kombat. That's all right. Mortal Kombat is pretty good for guest characters. I'm sure you have to pay for Spawn, though, right? Is this free or do you... 
Oh, I'm sure some. you got to pay for him. Yeah, I think he's coming in a couple weeks. Everybody but. pays for Spawn. Yeah. Uh, as far as actual freebies, we have uh, some games over at Twitch Prime if you are a subscriber to Amazon Prime. Uh, Bomber Crew, which is kind of cool. It's a little bit like FTL, except it's a 3D sort of uh, World War II bomber um, keep it up in the air without crashing out of the sky game. Uh, Whispers of a Machine, which I think is an adventure game. Mugsters, uh, which uh, I, I want to think that that is about mobsters that are also... Uh, appropriately themed drinking mugs, mugsters. Ah, uh, Fury, which is an awesome boss rush game with some great music. And then there's one here that I'm particularly interested in called Epistory Typing Chronicles, which is a typing adventure game, uh, which we just do not see enough of. And I'm going to absolutely play that. In fact, I'm going to make Jared play that on our stream, and I'm going to humiliate him with his terrible typing. So come and see is that. Is he a bad typist? I don't know. He will be when he does it in public, though. It's just, okay. it's just he's Jared. You know, I have Twitch Prime. I'm uh, gonna get this game. You should get those. All, I mean, I would say all those are probably worth it, especially for the low, low price of zero extra dollars on top of the 120 that you pay to Amazon. Yeah. Huh. What, what uh, else do I get out of that Amazon uh, Prime subscription? Yeah. Uh, well, Rand, let me tell you, you get some free two day shipping. Although they have scaled back on their shipping options uh, now, they've you know you used to be able to just pay four bucks and get anything overnighted, but uh, somehow they've scaled back on that. You also get access to the Amazon Prime Music Service. You also get Amazon Video, Amazon Photos, which allows you to upload unlimited numbers of photos to your Amazon account, where they will promptly scan them and reveal your secrets to the world. Uh, we also have um, Amazon discounts at uh, uh, Whole Foods. You can get discounts there. You get there discounts at Whole Foods. there? Yeah, yeah. They, they basically give you the same discount that you would get at Amazon Prime. Like a, it's like a some twenty percent discount or something like that. Yeah, you get discounts. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm sure there's probably that. some other things that you get too. I don't, I don't know what all you get from it, but it's all right. It's all right. It's pretty good over there. And you get some free games, so get that. Uh, okay, and then fine. I have on here a special one. Uh, the Final Fantasy VII Remake demo is out on the PlayStation 4. Uh, spoiler alert, pretty good. We'll talk about that uh, maybe this coming Wednesday. But uh, go go try that, and you can compare notes with us this week. That's all, right. all the new releases and stuff. Well, that's, that's all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have a topic to talk about today for at least, at least the next three and a half minutes. Two minutes and 30 seconds. Um... In honor of the typing-based games, including this free one that came out onto Twitch Prime uh, free games, Epistory Typing Chronicles, we wanted to talk and just discuss about some underutilized game genres and things that we haven't seen for a while Mm. that we may like to see come back of different types of games that, Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, maybe weren't popular or didn't stick on or just just went away, right? Yeah. I actually have have an immediate answer to this, and um, I don't know how popular this is going to be, and it might be speaking from a place of nostalgia that will never come again, but I think that edutainment games are... are, just really underutilized overall. There was a period in like the nine, like the early '90s, when we were like, "Oh yeah, we are gonna we're gonna teach our children with video games. We're gonna teach them." And actually, I have to say, for my own part, I actually learned a lot from video games, whether they were educational intended or or not. Um, but I'm talking here about things like um, Oregon Trail, you know, or there, there's been nothing like Oregon Trail since then, or or Odell Lake, which is an, another. Um, uh, MECC game that not as many people know about. Number Munchers, uh, things like that. Oh, uh, dude, that's the game. Or or uh, even some companies like Sierra for a while had this big thing with edutainment. I mean, it was, um, you know, they had, uh, uh, I, I mean, going all the way back, things like Mixed Up Mother Goose and 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 things like that. And I think that there is a, a role for video games that are specifically 
sort of mindful with education, you know, as kind of the core focus where, you know, they'll, they'll make it fun, but they'll actually teach you some things. Um, I, I think these days, the only form that that really takes, and it might just be that all of this now is decentralized, but you have like uh, on mobile you know, app stores, iPhone and stuff. They have Dr. Panda teaches, you know, something or other. But I I feel like you could be, and, and this is some, this is an idea that I've had for a, a video game for a long time, is like something that teaches, say, middle school and, and maybe early high school students electronics, you know, teaching the, the concepts of of resistance or watts or or uh, voltage or whatever and you know teaching people kind of the basics of things like that or um uh you know i, I mean even the, here's the thing we, we do from time to time see stuff like this uh for example ubisoft did that i can't remember what they called it it was like uh Excavation stuff. Yeah, the Assassin's Creed, whatever that learning mode was that you could do in Assassin's Creed Origins. Yeah. Origins and Odyssey has it. I yeah, believe, right? and and I think stuff like that. No, they had it in Unity. They have it in Unity as well. Did they? Oh well, I know that they did that because when the uh, Notre Dame burned down, they were like, oh, you know, everybody come uh, and excuse see me, Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Notre Thanks. Dame de Paris, um, and and so it does happen from time to time. But I think edutainment is something that is not as as specifically mindfully done these days. I think it's sort of an afterthought. And I think stuff like epistory type in Chronicles, something that actually teaches you a skill or teaches you some practical life experience as you play is... That's is... It. I'm installing Typing of the Dead right now. Yeah, exactly, right? So Typing of the Dead, Mario teaches typing, I think there was one, and then like Mavis Beacon. And that was it, you know? And it was such a genius idea too. And, and It's only just seven nobody... gigs. It's really small. What? That's gigantic. For a typing game, I'm actually kind of surprised. <laughs> well, I'm, listen, I, I've installed plenty of like 80 gig games over the last couple of months, so you know, right, seven right. gigs is a breath relatively. Of at this point. <laughs> uh, how, about, how about you, Legrand? Anything jump out at you as a, as a genre uh, type of game? This is something that maybe we don't perceive as a forgotten genre, but RTS games used to be the talk of the town. You're right. There used to be RTS games coming out every other month of different styles, people chasing that StarCraft and Warcraft. Yeah, um, Command and & Conquer. How good those were, Command yeah. & Conquer. There used to be so many good RTS games, and quite honestly, there haven't been, I can't well, think, any. I can't think of one. The last one that I know for myself came out was that uh, that Homeworld spinoff, Homeworld Deserts of Karak that they did. Like, they were, yeah, they also did like Grey ago. Goo maybe six years ago, five years ago. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't Warcraft know. 3 Reforged just came out, but that's just a remake, so who yeah, cares? Yeah, that doesn't really count. Yeah, and then it's terrible um, anyway. StarCraft, yeah. I mean, they, they kind of, once StarCraft kind of finished out after their Nova stuff, and of course StarCraft has still been kind of going on, like they've still been supporting the... The the co-op commander type of stuff like that, but there's no new RTS game. And maybe you could count that they are billions uh, game. Well, you know what I was sort thinking of as an RTS. Here, but... here's a, here's a I've, I've got a, a hypothesis here, which is that um, RTS games have turned into now the more simplified stuff that you see on mobile, like Clash of Clans. Like I don't, I I think that maybe people have sort of borne out the idea that we don't, we collectively speaking, all of us, the market, don't really want a big, wide, broad, strategic RTS, but rather we want something that has real-time elements, but that is more narrow in scope. What do you think about that? Is that... That's not what I want. I want an RTS game. Well, I know, and I'm with you. And every time I go on to, like, a mobile <laughs> app... And here's the thing. Like, mobile would be perfect for that, right? There was once upon a time I actually found on the Google Play Store some unauthorized port or hack that somebody did of Dune 2, like the original, you know, 1991 Windows PC. And it worked 
awesome. Like being able to just like tap and drag and like say, okay, this unit goes over there and build something and, and mobile phones are perfect for it. So whenever I go out onto the app store and they're like, oh, real time strategy, because I think they still say stuff like that. I'm like, oh, really? Is this a real one? Nope. It's like, you know, here's these three points that you can send dudes between and, and that's the game. And I'm just so, I'm so deflated by that. I just, it's not what I want. Um, kind of in the same vein there, and I believe that we have talked about this in some context in the past, but flight simulators, um, you know, we, we do get sort of action-y kind of games, you know, like your No Man's Sky or, uh, um, you know, things that aren't really... That game that Dale plays all the time, what's that game called? Yeah, uh, fly around in a straight line for six days in real time. Uh, I can't think of it off the... Uh, Elite Dangerous, Elite Dangerous. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, and even that, like maybe, maybe, but um, yeah, that that's another. I used to play those a lot, and they just don't really exist anymore. Simulators in general, uh, farming it, simulators coming out all the time, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's and truck driving simulator. Oh man, I tell you what, though, truck driving simulator is way fun if you get into character. Uh, truck driving simulator is all right. It's pretty good. Yeah, I bet it is. Uh, I don't know. Other than that, um, there are probably others. I'm sure we could probably think of some others. I, if I'm, we... I'm thinking about um, skateboarding games. Oh, and you know, action there's, sports there's, games in general. Legrand, I'm happy to inform you that there is a skateboarding game coming out in the next a month or two, and I can't Whoa. think of. Yeah, like wish granted. Uh, I can't think of what it's called, but it's basically going to try and do the like it's going to take the place of skate. Um, and I, I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head. I could probably look it up. But we'll, skate was so good, guys. Skate was real good. Skate was real good. And there were things that uh, that came from Skate into like the SSX game that came out a little bit later on. I think that was really under underappreciated. But uh, yeah, skating games in general. I mean, there was a there was a period of time Tony Hawk was holding it up for everybody <laughs> for a while there, or uh, <laughs> or or Solid Snake in that special uh, surprise mini game in Metal Gear Solid Two. Uh, oh really? yeah, <laughs> that was uh, that was basically it. Although now there's also I think there's that uh, skateboarding birds game, which I've heard isn't really great, but uh, you know it's out there somewhere. It's out there. Somewhere. I'm also still waiting for the uh, arcade FPS game, something to actually take off, like the old Quake style, Unreal Tournament style game. That's just I think they keep canceling it. You know, as we're going through this, I'm wondering like what games are getting released. <laughs> like what are we, what are what are we? Well, like, have you seen a release list days? over the last few weeks? There hasn't been much going on. Uh, I, I know that Dude Stop just came out. That's that I can tell you for sure. It just came out to Switch. It's been out on PC forever, haven't you played it? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess I must have missed that one. I guess Dude, so. Dude Stop. Dude Stop. Um. Well, folks, I think that's probably going to do it for our reckoning of uh, genres that have been historically underutilized. I'm sure that you probably have been screaming at us through your podcast listening device of a genre that you feel has not been uh, been utilized to its fullest. And of course, we'd love for you to get online and tell us all about that. You can find us, for example, on social media. We are to be found at Show on Twitter.com. You can also reach out to us individually. You can find me there at Jeremy underscore Lamont. I am at Legrand. I'm on all the things at Legrand, all the things uh, at Legrand. So yeah, I have, I have Instagram. Legrand. Yeah, Instagram, Snap, um, Instagram, Twitter. Send send Legrand a picture of what you're eating for breakfast and your most underutilized genre of all time. Tag me on Instagram, and I will and I will I will uh, like your. Whatever. Send him a TikTok, but it better be good. 
I don't have TikTok. Oh, I gotta claim Legrand on TikTok. You better do it before TikTok. it's too late. Yeah. Well, while he does that, I'll remind you that uh, Dale Jones is at Count Elmdor on Twitter. You can also find our fourth man, Jared Red Eye Dunn, at R-E-D underscore I. And as I mentioned a little bit earlier in the show, Jared is also the streaming master for whatever's going on over at twitch.tv slash Show. We usually have something good going on over there, and uh, I think I'm gonna make him play Epistory Typing Chronicles this week. I think I'm actually gonna push him to do that. Uh, although I was talking to him about actually breaking out either the um, the Westwood Studios Blade Runner adventure game or uh, or, or possibly even the, um, uh, the, the... Actually, I mentioned Homeworld. It would be the Homeworld remake that they released on GOG, which uh, either of those might be good. But anyway, uh, you can find out whatever it is that we're playing over there. Subscribe to us and hit that alarm bell so that you'll know when we go live. And also join us at our Discord server. You can find a link to that over at GameBiteShow.com where you'll also find a back catalog of all of our past episodes. Lots of good podcast stuff in the back catalog there. Hundreds. So go check us out. Hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of podcasts. I mean, there's just so more than you could really listen to. Um, there's more than we could possibly make, but we somehow did it. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but we'll be doing it again at the middle of this week when we come back to talk to you about the video games that we've been playing, so look forward to that. But until then, this has been your Game Bite Show podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next time. See ya. See ya.